0: Hey, coming to you live, Real Presence Live, Steve Sponskowski here. I'm not a radio host, but I play one on the radio. I'm along with Brandon Clark. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm good. How about you? Excellent. I'm doing very well. We've had a wonderful morning, yeah. and we're going to continue that as we continue our conversations here. We're going to talk with Father William DeKranz. Good morning, Father.
1: Good morning. How are you doing?
0: We're doing excellent. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Well, thank you. So let's talk about your story a little bit here. Um, you kind of have a unique story. You uh, you've been you were married, um, had children, and then you became a priest. So let's start out with your first vocation.
1: My first vocation in marriage. You mean? Or? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. Because I consider both of them as one vocation. But oh, that's
0: fine. excellent! Yeah, well, <laughs> well and I mean, explain that, that would... to us too. That's that would be great.
1: <laughs> uh, I was married for twenty years. Met a very wonderful gal by the name of Kathy, and I was just really dumbfounded when she agreed to marry me. <laughs> uh, we have we had three children. Our oldest is a girl, and she works as a dog groomer. And the second, a boy, who is uh, a railroad train engineer, and he is married. A well, wonderful gal who is a RN, and they have one little girl. So I am a granddad too, mm.
0: which
1: is really fun. Boy, that—that's the neatest, neatest thing I've ever been called as grandpa. <laughs> and then our our third uh, died at childbirth, mm. and so I always tell people you're not looking at just any old daddy; you're looking at the daddy of a saint. So. Mm. That's cool. something very special also. Absolutely. Uh, been married 20 years, and uh, Kathy had uh, found out that she had cancer, and she fought it bravely for seven years, and then uh, in the year 2000 passed away huh. from cancer. So with nothing I'd ever wish on anybody. But, right. Yeah.
0: And so yeah. as as you... Were did you have a conversation about what you would do with Kathy after she passed away? Is there, is there a story there that, did you have a conversation that kind of set you up for the rest of your, your journey here or, or how was that, uh, how'd that conversation go?
1: I don't think we had a conversation about what I would do myself. Uh, we talked about, uh, what the kids, you know, and, uh, Things like that. Uh, one of the things that, that me and Kathy always talked about, when married, was that when we got retired someday, that we would go traveling and camping and things like that that we love to do. And that, but then when uh, you become single, it's really not the same as mm-hmm. as when you have somebody to go with. And that, right? Um, she, my children were in, in high school when she passed. Mm-hmm. a senior and a, a sophomore and so my first vocation afterwards was to see them through high school and get them into their college and things like that so that was very that was important mm-hmm. right after she died so. so so I wasn't looking down the road too long right when she passed so yeah. a couple of years later that I started so 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 when when did this idea of the priesthood come up? Was it something that was just kind of a lingering thought in the back of your head, or was it something you thought about before you were, were married as a, a young man? Well, uh, the, the the priesthood isn't foreign in my family. I, my mother's brother was a priest out in uh, Bismarck Diocese for all his life. Um, my brother is a priest for the Kirkland Diocese. And he's retired now. And then also, my oldest sister is a member of the Presentation Sisters in, in Fargo. There, mm-hmm. so the priesthood isn't something foreign in my family. Um, I don't know when when my son was about ready to graduate from high school. It must have been about a month before he graduated or whatever. And that I was just sitting around, and I don't I don't know why, but all of a sudden it just dawned on me that. Hey, I'm going to be all by myself next next fall, and uh, I think that started the process. And so there was a lot of things I start I thought about. Um, I worked in electronics. I worked in the hospital in, in Fargo in electronics as a biomed tech, and for a number of years. And it was something that I enjoyed. Uh, it was good work. I enjoyed doing it. Uh, it was a good job and everything, but. The, one, the first thing I did was, I, was gonna, I, I decided that when I come time to retire that I was not going to keep on electronics, not that I couldn't, but, you know, the technology and everything was changing so much it's really tough to keep just keeping up with it. And so I started thinking about, well, what, what can I do? And the one thing that I, I did have to acknowledge was if I was going back to school, I had to do it then. Because if I waited five years, I would never go back to school or anything like that. So I started thinking about, well, what, what, you know, going back to school, what should I do? And, um, you know, the priesthood was always kind of in the back of my mind, I guess. Uh, I grew up in a very uh, strong faith, Catholic family. I had uh, six brothers and six sisters and um me and my wife, Kathy, was a Catholic, and the both of us, we, you know, there was no doubt, you know, in, in our marriage that God was included and in all that. So hmm. I, it just kind of started developing that. So I just kind of started praying and asking the good Lord what what I should do and um and you know if the priesthood was was something then. Help me to, to open the door so I can walk through kind of, and, um, you know, just kind of, kind of that, that, and, you know, and just kind of, I don't know, a lot of soul searching and a lot of, um, and one, one thing that, it, that kind of did, uh, affect my decision was that, you know, when it, like I said, was wondering what I was going to do for, for the rest of my life, and and we are we are short of priests, you know, and we need priests, and um, it it really appealed to me to be able to, you know, just be there for the people to bring the, the sacraments to the people, and this is something I could do for right as long as long as possible, and and that that kind of appealed to me that I you know to. To be able to serve people and that is
0: maybe it was worth a try. So absolutely. If you just joined us, we're visiting with Father William DeCrans, he's the pastor of Saint Joseph's Catholic Church in Ada, Minnesota, also Saint William's Church in Valley City and Holy Family in Halstead, is that right? Twin Valley. Twin Valley.
1: Twin Valley, not Valley City.
0: Sorry, I, I had Twin Valley <laughs> written down. I said Valley City. How does that work? So but uh, so Father DeCranza is giving us the story how he was actually married, raised two children. His wife, Kathy, passed away in 2000, and then um, he entered the priesthood. When were you ordained, Father? Uh, 2000... let
1: 2008.
0: 2008.
1: Uh, December. December 2008.
0: So you're coming up on 11 years then?
1: Yeah, it was um, snowstorm. <laughs> the next, the next morning, I was I was supposed to say my first mass at uh, Saint Francis in Moorhead on a Sunday morning, and it, the snowstorm was going all night. And uh, Father Krebs, who lived in South Moorhead, wasn't able to get to North Moorhead to the first mass because of the snow and all that. So,
0: and then you also mentioned Ooh. Father. Uh, Father, that uh, you have a brother who is a priest. He's retired and he lives with you now, is that correct?
1: That's correct. Yep.
0: And so yeah. so that's kinda kinda neat that you get to uh well, I suppose as brothers you might fight once in a while too, but uh mostly it's pretty good.
1: <laughs> you well know, he thinks he gets the upper hand, but I let him do that. <laughs> <laughs> um one of the things I always always you know, when I watch the priest and that and they Worked, worked and worked and worked and worked, and, the, and I says, well, gee, why can't they retire? And so, you know, it's blessing to be able to see these priests are retired. Monsignor Krebs just passed away, and and when he retired at 70, he went back to school and to seminary and taught in seminary for 10 years. It's, it's something he always wanted to do and something he wanted to try, and that so was, he, he really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, my, my brother has... Uh, Parkinson's, diagnosed with Parkinson's, and, you know, and the effects of Parkinson's are taking a toll on him, and, you know, but it's it's uh, nice to see him retired, nice to see him, even though he's fighting the disease and everything like that, but yeah, to give, give him a chance just to sit back and relax, and, you know, uh, these guys put, put their lives into serving the people, and that's nice to be able to sit back and serve them for a little bit, so... Do you think father we have just about a minute here do you think you have a special appreciation for the priesthood after having been married Oh yeah yeah and people tell me that too They said they say well, you know it's nice to, to have somebody married to talk to and, and they understand what we do and that And and yes you know being married you know um I enjoyed married life Uh one of the things I missed the most is that companion um uh, the person that I could could turn to and and at any time and and uh, she was just there and that mm-hmm. uh, being being a priest I I still you know am around people I still work with people and it's really nice to be able to you know at times of need in that to yeah. just sit with them and and um, you know just bring them to God you yeah. know. Yeah, Father. With them, so. Yes, okay. Father. I'm sorry we're, we are out of time this morning, but thanks so much for, for being on the air with
0: us and, and sharing your story. Okay.
1: Thank you, and remember Jesus loves you. Thank you. Thank you.